It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. Good morning. It is 1033 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So we have a grab bag of phone calls today. The number 317-684-8444. So we discussed last week the price of rent and how high it is and how, um, <laughs> I don't know, how bad the dude did at guessing what rent prices were. This- <laughs> That's right. So, you're, so your daughter is pondering, she's getting ready to graduate, she's pondering mm-hmm. a job in a in another state and mm-hmm. so you were looking up you know yeah. living accommodations there yeah and your husband thought she could obtain now this is with a roommate but she thought he thought she could obtain reasonable housing in a major metropolitan city for seven hundred dollars seven hundred dollars yeah and then i did a internet search and found out he was about a thousand dollars off so. you know you know what that reminded me of so there's a good <laughs> adjusted that there's the movie rookie of the year mm-hmm. was a famous movie in the early 90s where this kid breaks his arm and ends up with a super arm and becomes a pitcher for the Chicago Cubs and they go to the championship game and the guy who owns the Cubs is the guy who played Roy Wally in the vacation movie and and he's it's been so long since he sat amongst the stands that he he orders he orders four hot dogs and he hands the guy a dollar bill and the guy goes what is this a joke you're 11 bucks short right exactly (laughs) you gotta you gotta hand over just a little bit more money but somebody wanted to call and uh share their experience with rent and an idea uh hey listening to your show on friday regarding rent prices for young adults these days i thought i'd call in i live in the wonderful state of oregon and uh most of my friends' kids after college have moved back home unless they got a few roommates and shared a place or they moved to a cheaper state. So I graduated from college about 30 years ago. At the risk of sounding spoiled, instead of a college graduation gift, my parents prepaid my rent for six months. They did this under the condition that I would put the money I would normally pay for rent into a savings account so that at the end of the six months, I could start paying my own rent but have a nest egg to use for emergencies only. I think back to this often, it was the best gift. If you can afford to do something like that, it's money well spent. Mm -hmm. Have a great day, and God bless. Well, there's a reason that I show up to work every day. (laughs) How many people actually trust their kid, though, to follow through on that? Like, Mm -hmm. clearly, this woman was very responsible and Mm -hmm. appreciated the act, but it's like, like how many kids would follow through on that and not blow through it? Right, you know, just on beer and pizza? Beer and, yes, I was just going to say beer and other less essential items that in the moment seem like strong strong purchases. Yeah, uh, or Starbucks runs or something like yeah. that. Well, I would hope that those days have been worked out in college, right? Isn't that part of the learning experience that you have to learn how to budget well, your money and here, you're adulting now and welcome to the real world? Well, and this is, you know, not to do some deep-seated delve into childhood trauma or whatever but you know there are a lot of people I was one of them who was told at a very young age I started working at 15 and my dad said look you can stay here but you're gonna pay for your own Mm -hmm. stuff and you're gonna you know you got to get ready for the real world and I'm I think we all know I'm pretty good with money now Mm -hmm. Casey because from the time I was very young I learned the power of of money and so it's really like I think all all 
I don't even know what the rule is anymore. The Republicans have probably screwed it up to the. What is the rule to work? Does anybody know? Can you work at 15 if you want to? Or is that some sort of hate crime now or child abuse? Or, don't you have to get some notes? I don't know. But whatever it is, from the day the the Lord and Lordesses down the street from us say you can work as a youth, you should be required to do that because, and I don't care whether you play sports or you're a great student or whatever, but life is about juggling things. Life is about a balancing mm-hmm. act. And I think all kids should be, I'm not saying working 40 hours a week, but working some sort of part-time job because that's a skill you, you've got to learn. Hey, you can be the valedictorian. You can graduate in the top 10 in your college class. But if you can't person, when you get out in the real world, if you can't manage your time, if you can't prioritize, right. you're in big trouble. Time management. And also it helps you build skills that even as you mentioned, you may be the valedictorian or the captain of the football team. You still are going to have to answer to somebody. Yeah. Unless you are opening your own business. You're going to have a boss. And look at what a great adult I turned out to be, Casey. (laughs) Boy, howdy. And that uh, segues beautifully into our next phone call. Somebody is having a love-hate relationship with you, Rob. Hey, Rob. I just want to say I really hate you. (laughs) I was okay being a casual Bruce Springsteen fan. And you constantly going on and on and on about him. I put the satellite radio on E Street Radio, and then I listened to a live concert. And my life has been dramatically altered after that. I mean, it was the most amazing performance I've ever heard in my life. So I hate you, (laughs) but... Thank you very much. (laughs) And I love the show. You guys are awesome. See, Kev, would you like to (laughs) chime in on this? Because you kind of share, you know, a similar experience. Yeah, uh, you turned me on to Bruce. I was never really a fan of Bruce at all before I met you. And, and then, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm a huge fan of E Street Band, and yeah, I respect it. Uh, I had a friend years ago who used to describe him as like the narrator of your life. Mm-hmm. It's like the voice from above. And uh, this guy, very smart, was willing to step outside his comfort zone. And look at how his life has changed for the better, <laughs> Casey. Did you hear? <laughs> You're yelling at me like I'm disagreeing with you. But did you hear the part where he said he hates you? Yeah. He needs to buy two T-shirts, yeah, He right? does. He needs to hate Rob Kendall and love Rob Kendall t-shirts. Store.hammerandnigel.com. That that call, that was the sort of call that just makes my day. Mm -hmm. Because now I got a a kinship with that. Yeah, that's what's beautiful about music is like people can put their egos aside and just share the love of music mm-hmm. together. Kev, remember when you got super boozed up at night with WIBC <laughs> and I was driving you home and we were just, you know, just talking about life, rolling down the road. And I remember bits and pieces. <laughs> <laughs> so Kev and I, because Kev, I drove Kev's van and I, boy, that's a nice van you got there, Kev. Thank you. Um, uh, we were, and this is what we did on the drive home. We were weaving in out of, you know, I'd make a music choice and mm-hmm. we'd talk about it. Kev would make a music choice. We'd talk about it. I mean, it, that's that's what music brings bros together. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh huh. Did you really talk about it? Like, yes. it yeah, sounds it was, like it, it was, was an analysis. It sounds like it was an oh, assignment. Was it enjoyable? It was, it was enjoyable. That's okay. what I love oh, doing. Oh, my goodness, Casey. The things we talked about, we talked about music. We talked about <laughs> women. We talked mm-hmm. about you. Oh, great. 
I don't want to know if I, uh, I don't want to hear that conversation. No, okay. I remember that part. Yeah. Oh, sure you do. We'll talk about it later. Uh, you mentioned Hammer and Nigel, the Hammer and Nigel store, and somebody, we're not going to mention her name, I think you might recognize who it is, but she actually wanted to call and uh, give a bit of advice to Hammer. Hey, guys. I'd like to remain anonymous. <laughs> I've had this on my mind for some time. Hasn't anyone ever told Hammer that it's not good for your overall health to do the yo-yo dieting like he does? Just wondering. Thanks. Bye. So she's referring to how Hammer, and he has Mm -hmm. done this throughout much of the time I've known him, will go from total fatty to physically, somewhat physically fit, and then back to total fatty, and then he loses (laughs) the weight. Mm -hmm. And uh, look, Gert, we love you, but if we're going to start listing things Hammer has done over the years that is bad for his health, the (laughs) yo-yo diet's going to come in about 32 on the list. He's doing pretty good, though. I think he's making an effort not to do yo-yo dieting this time and to take it off incrementally, and he's eating much healthier, too. Yeah, this is the the best in terms of just gradual... Mm deduction that I've seen hammer yeah. this is about the fourth time I think since I've worked with him here that he's done this here's the crazy thing about hammer and I don't know if you've ever seen the photos when I first met hammer mm-hmm. he was super skinny yeah and I mean not like he wasn't like Mick Jagger like he didn't have a 28 <laughs> waist but he was very physically fit and uh you know I mean I, I think uh I, we should all applaud hammer for trying to get his act together mm-hmm. finally right okay one last phone call and this uh person is calling to correct you on oh. something that you're saying uh improperly oh of I, course. I don't recall you using this word but apparently you so, have you mean somebody's accusing me of something i might not have done yeah hi i'm rob kendall have we met <laughs> well uh apparently it's rubbing this guy this guy the wrong way hey rob a uh, local grammar nazi calling in to fix your English. It's spelled B-E-H-E-M-O-T-H, not B-O-H-E-M-O-T-H. It's not a bohemoth. It's a behemoth, or a behemoth, I suppose, if you wanted to mispronounce it again. Just, you know, so you know. Later. Were you tweeting something out and misspelling? No, I don't even know if I've ever used the word. Behemoth? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, Either I, way, I would really like to meet this guy. I mean, in a public place with several people there with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and just find out what what is going on in your world where that one that bothers you, but it bothers you to the extent I'm going to call the radio station. Mm-hmm. And you work with me, so it's not like a word I use a lot. And I mean, we've got a president of the United States who's skibidi bidi babidi blah 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 gibberish man. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, I I don't know if I've ever used that word before. I'm sure you have at some point because it bothered him enough to call. But I get accused of things I didn't do all the time. Yeah. You should come to my house, Casey. <laughs> Hang out with me and my wife for an evening. <laughs> yeah, he's just trying to gaslight you, I think. Maybe he is. Yeah. That's manipulative. You work with us. Do I, do I use that word? I don't think I've... There's a lot of phrases that I hear you use yeah. that I've learned over the, the time I've worked with yeah. you, but I haven't heard you use behemoth. Well, apparently you spelt it wrong or something, and it bothered that guy. Can uh, you imagine... <laughs> like, it's one thing to... Uh, I don't know. I mean, for even for that to even bother you. Let's just pretend I did it. <laughs> Let's just pretend that I did it. Mm-hmm. One, for that to even 
bother you, mm-hmm. but two, to bother it, bother you to the extent you would call the radio show. Well, I'm glad that he's contributing. I mean, you, he's active is, listening. Am I doing that good of a job that that's how you're going to get one up on me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're living in his head rent free. That's right. That's the one thing that how do you we go? say. How, how is it that that's the one thing you say that bothers yeah. him? <laughs> of all the offensive totally ridiculous thing yeah. that I say and do right. every single day. I'm proud of you for being and self-aware. And how do we go from life-altering, life-changer guy, mm-hmm. thank you, mm-hmm. to this? <laughs> to that guy. Uh, okay, before we go into break, I wanted to ask you about your opinion on the Morgan State University Who? choir. They sang the national anthem oh. before the uh, Chiefs-Ravens game. Did you see it? No. You weren't amazed sound, by it? Sound, sound down until the game's Started. Okay, we have to listen to this because it was it, it was amazing. Press announcer Greg Davis. Now singing our national anthem, written here in Baltimore. Please welcome members of the Morgan State University Choir. Mm-hmm. They're in Baltimore. No kidding. Yeah, that's where the game was played. Mm-hmm. Time out, time out. Just do, do time out. Time out, time out. And I don't, I don't mean to in any way question your judgment. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you were on some hallucinogenics it's or what. It's a world-renowned but choir. That Many like, people saying how amazing it was. It sounded like a group of people singing. I mean, this is. It was. I mean, this is the national anthem. Yeah, but I mean, what, like, what about this? It, it was just, a very stirring rendition. Really? Yeah, you had to watch it. Yeah, see, that's you missed it. You missed no, out. No, I didn't miss it at all. Clearly, look at how fine my life is, and I didn't see this <laughs> it at was, all. Uh, it was pretty good, but I think Bruce and the E Street Band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 